Hello everybody and welcome to Hyperfix Nation. My name is McKenna and I am with my two co-hosts, Bailey and Caden. Let's get into it. Well, yeah, alright. Welcome to Alien. Oh, Alien Friday! Yeah. Just, just, just out of pure coincidence, uh, we just happened to watch... Uh, all of us two different alien movies this week so it's alien if not more if not more yeah 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 um i don't know what marcel the shell is maybe an alien i don't know legit might be (laughs) but um i just wanted to i just wanted to start the episode real quick um this isn't on our schedule but i just wanted to uh give a special thanks to everyone that checked out the episode last week and let us know that they checked it out thank you so much wait people actually listen to us yeah yes Keep uh, pestering your friends to make them listen. I pestered one of my friends yeah. into listening to the first episode just today. <laughs> so, yeah. We like we like all of our people interacting with us, if possible, just reaching out, oh, yeah. telling us what they think. We've, we've awesome. even had offers from people who want to guest on the show. So look look yes. forward to that. Yeah. On YouTube, yes, exactly. write comments. Um, I would love to reply yes. to you. Like, yes, comment, also. and subscribe. <laughs> and don't forget to smash that bell. Don't forget to be notified of every podcast. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, Bailey, I believe right. in our little pre-show schedule, uh, you had something you wanted to bring up. Yes, kind of just... I, I wanted to th- get your entire thoughts on the entire Warner Brothers situation. For those... I'm going to discuss it a little bit for those who don't know, so we can discuss it right after. But for those for those who don't know, uh, Warner Brothers this past week, Warner Brothers Discovery, I'm not sure exactly what they go yeah. by, they decided to completely cancel a completely filmed movie, Batgirl, uh, and ju- they've just, let's just say their CEO has said uh, lots of different things as well as just made a few different decisions that I kind of want to get your thoughts on firstly batgirl i guess i feel like i feel like most people here were excited for like really i would feel like we were a bit excited because me and me and caden here love brendan fraser i'm not sure your thoughts i love brendan fraser yeah it was supposed to be the renaissance we were supposed to be in the era exactly exactly fraser's Mm -hmm. return after hollywood was just fucking awful to him i Mm -hmm. it's just yeah it it was, this was supposed I mean, to be his, least... like, I mean, obviously he has other movies coming out with the whale and other stuff like that, exactly. but this was a superhero movie, which proves exactly. that you are a big enough actor to be in the public conscience, you know? Exactly. Plus, plus I think the other actors and performers in that film really deserve yeah. the praise for going through this really shitty situation. I mean, like Leslie Grace, I only saw her first in West Side Story, which I loved her and she did really great. But then she was in this and sh- and and I was very excited to see her entire thing. You know, a a person of color playing one of the Bat family is awesome. Mm-hmm. Plus plus a trans actor was or trans actress, I believe, yes, was going to play one a uh, fairly leading role as well, and I'm just yeah, sad to see those It must it yeah. must be crushing yeah. as like the people who made it, like the director, the producer, like everyone part of that movie, just having it so close to being done and then just nothing, nothing comes out of it. No yeah. one's able to see your movie. Like it's it's really well. sad from like from the way I saw it, I personally want to go into making movies 
and the thought that a studio yeah. could take a movie that I had been working on for years and just go, eh, never mind. Like, just rip it away. Yeah. It's kind of... Yeah. Sad, honestly. It's really... It's really sad. What's, what's even more crushing is that they apparently, you know, saw the movie. They knew what it yeah. was. And they're... They just thought it wasn't good enough, pretty much. Like, the movie's, the movie's basically finished. It's... it's Like, it probably would have taken yeah. another two to three weeks to just finish and just polish up. Mm-hmm. And then it would have... Like, it's, it's especially funny... To me, because last month they did a few pre-showings to the movie and reviews were positive. Like they oh, said, really? lots of people said they really loved the movie, but then just right out of the blue after this week, they, they review, they re- they were like, no, the, the, rev- the reviews and stuff have been like super negative and stuff. And I'm like, that seems like a very Liars. strange Liars. twist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That is Which weird. Just feels like they're covering themselves on this stuff. I think I know why. They canceled that one in particular. Why? Yeah, let's hear it. It's because it was supposed to have, it, it was supposed to have Michael Keaton as Batman. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think they are scrambling to make their universe right now. They don't know what they're going to do. They probably want to start a new Batman, and they're worried because they already have the Batman. Yeah, uh, with um, Robert Pattinson, mm. but they know everyone doesn't want that to tie into any other superheroes. Yeah. So they're like. Well, what do we do now? Well, let's start by getting rid of Michael Keaton because he doesn't even want to be It's here. just... He doesn't want to be in any movies. Uh, he just wants to go home. Yeah. It's just <laughs> well, really strange because I feel like that's a very big reason. But it's also like... Like, the reason... Like, they could have at least just released it and then have said non-canon or something like that, I feel like. But I feel like another large reason is just money, I feel like. Because... Yeah, th- yeah, exactly. Because I mean, the the film cost ninety do- ninety million dollars, I believe, and that is a lot of money. But like, considering how many fans of this character, I feel like they're just making a stupid decision. Plus, it's just yeah. again talking about the filmmakers. By the way, their names are Adil El Arbi and uh, Bilal. Oh, that's Fala. the director, right? Those are the two directors. I'm sorry if I pronounced okay. them wrong, but no, it's it's all good. I learned today that one of the directors is the guy who directed all of Miss Marvel. Yeah, so. oh, really? and I just also that's good, the best part. Good on that guy for being able to bridge the gap to both also, DC and Marvel. Also, the directing, be- the directing between of Miss Marvel is one of the best parts, which is awesome. And it's just sad I to see. I, know, I didn't watch. It. I haven't watched it either. It's just sad to see. Plus, in general, Warner Brothers and stuff—they've been making stupid decisions, as such as the entire their. CEO David uh, Zaslav, I believe is how his last name is pronounced, has said multiple things recently about animation only being for children, which is a stupid thing to say. You literally own Adult Swim. Exactly. (laughs) What are you saying? It's just you own Adult Swim. You're paying for like Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty is one of their biggest properties right now. Warner Brothers as a whole. Like, if you look at what makes the most money, I, I don't know this for a fact. I'm completely talking out of my ass. But I'm sure it's, like, Harry Potter, obviously, and then, like, Lord of the Rings, superheroes. And Rick and Morty has got to I'm sure be they there. make so much and money off of their animation. if it's not, then their, why is it in every store, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's just so weird, because, like, we hate... All of us here hate the stupid ki- animation is only for kids. It's such a stupid thing that's been used these past forever. Yeah. But not only that, have they said, but, like, this stuff about different streaming services being, one, being more male 
skewn and one being more female skin it's just it very i <laughs> i i'm very glad yes, to see course. like i hope all of the the lower down people in the company are doing all right and like the lower filmmakers yeah. But it does make me a little bit happy to see that their stock is going down after after these past few days. Oh yeah. It's just... Yeah, McKenna, do you have anything to say about it? It's a crazy um, thing. What I don't get is that I thought the Flash movie was... Was it going to come out before Batgirl, right? The Flash is going to come out before Batgirl. It was, it was supposed to. It was. And the Flash has Michael... Actually, yeah. The Flash yeah. has Michael Keaton in yeah. it. And then the Batgirl is Michael Keaton mm-hmm. in it. I thought it was like a, a continuation of sorts after the Flash. It was supposed movie. to be. That's what I thought too. Yeah. It was supposed to be. That's also why they. That's also why the Flash was supposed to set up the new Batgirl. It was supposed to set up a new Supergirl movie, all of which are canceled. Which is and also it's, canceled. Yeah, oh. it's thrown out the window, and it's like a big mess. Because HBO Max is for boys. <laughs> Wait, hold on a second. Blue for boys and pink for girls. Is, uh, exactly. is Smiling Friends on? Um, it is on HBO Max. It is. Is yeah. that's it's, not it's okay. going anywhere? Is it? No. 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 It no. made lots they, of money. Yeah, and plus that's an Adult Swim oh. thing. That's not. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Okay. It just goes okay. on to yeah. HBO Max. <laughs> also, I believe tomorrow night, um, Smiling Friends Go to Brazil comes. No out. Yo, exciting! Oh, oh, we're gonna exciting. talk about that. So it'll next week. It'll be. We, it'll be already we can released. Even do like a special. Like, we could even do a special mini-sode, because I think we are all very... It will be, for our viewers, viewers, it will have already been released. Yeah, Yeah, it'll already be released. We're recording this on Friday, so... um, But uh, I wanted to make a point that I think Batgirl is obviously heart-shattering because of Brendan Fraser and everyone involved. But the one that I think is just a little bit sadder, and this it's it's not something I want to compare, but the fact that they canceled the Scoob spinoff oh, yeah. is bad. Yeah. Okay, because it was almost done, just like Batgirl. Mm-hmm. But think of how much more time it takes for an animated movie oh. to be almost done, yeah. and how much work and labor went into that. Darn. And how yeah. many of those animators were probably waiting on that movie to come out to get more pay? Yeah. So now they're getting paid less. Because their movie didn't Jeez. come out. Well, did you hear also, about like, their idea to the in a way? Was did you hear their idea in a way about um, getting rid of like the bad ones and only putting out quality stuff? Yeah, no, stuff? it's stupid. I. Yeah. Uh, I <laughs> it's just. What does that mean? Very, very feels. It feels like corporate greed, in my opinion, and it's just a very shitty the, subject. The thing is, the thing is, is that art is subjective. Exactly. What you might think is bad might not be bad to other people. Other people, thousands of people might yeah. enjoy it, except you might not like it. Well, then thousand people might not one thing might might not like one thing, but then one person does. It's it's subjective. Yeah, it and if is. and if as as some oh yeah, and if we got if we only picked movies on what earned the most amount of money, we wouldn't get some of the best movies. I mean, look at this. Just this year, in my personal opinion, as well as a few others here, the most the best movies of the year have earned like just barely over a hundred million dollars. Like everything, everywhere, all for, all at once. Amazing yeah, movie. Yeah, which I saw for the first time this week, by the way, and that Ooh. shit smacks. That was like one yeah. of the best movies I've seen in a while. Exactly. I want to go into it. I want to talk so much we, about it. <laughs> we'll save it. I want to go see it again. We'll save it for a later before date. I talk about we'll it more. It for a later but date. we're gonna have a later episode focusing on A twenty four. Exactly. We're gonna save that for later. But mm-hmm. I wanted to say. This all reminds me, this Warner Brothers CEO basically shooting himself right in both feet reminds me a lot of Disney's past with CEOs. Mm -hmm. Um, I 
study this a lot because Disney means a lot to me. But um, there's been multiple times throughout Disney history where a CEO will do something that is just completely tone deaf just because he wants money and thinks he knows what people want. Like, obviously right now, Disney's going through that with the parks. Yeah. That's why the Disney parks, the cost is going up to go, but the quality of everything is going down. And that's why I think mm. Universal is a little bit better than Disney right now, but I don't want to get into <laughs> it. A big example is the people mover at Disneyland. Um, Michael Eisner, a former Disney CEO, said, this park isn't entertaining enough. We need more thrill rides. So he turned a nice relaxing ride into a thrill ride, which destroyed the ride foundation, making the ride unable to operate so that's why there is a ghost of a ride just hanging above tomorrowland pretty huh. much so it's just the greed of ceos that think they know what people want but really are just doing everything that nobody wants yeah and it, of course i compare it to disney because that's just yeah. <laughs> what i'm familiar with but yeah. yeah it's just do you think do you think if we bully them enough who knows do something? i mean Shit. hopefully we just need this we just need the snyder fans help god <laughs> they're not they can't be real they, they have to be like a computer program basically computer AI. anyways <laughs> that's, yeah, it's just a bunch of bots that's probably about <laughs> yeah. enough of that subject just so we can get yeah, enough time god. to talk about our alien day i guess <laughs> yes alien day Woo! Woo! alien episode wow. yeah. so to which 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 silly alien uh, movie would we like to talk about? I... I think last episode we ended the whole episode with our Muppets discussion. Yeah. So I think this episode we should end with signs and we should talk about. Yeah, I feel like ending All our right. stuff with Let's the talk about nuclear movie yeah. is, good, is a good idea. This is our no yes. spoiler discussion. Yes. Right Just now, quick spoilers. reviews. Yes. What we thought. I yeah. will say, I will say, <laughs> okay. I love this movie so much. Like, probably way too much, but it's super good. Mm -hmm. It's probably. Jordan Peele's most thematically rich movie. It's really good. It's really well filmed, really well edited, especially the sound design and the score. Absolutely brilliant. All, oh, yeah. all of it's just fantastic. And if you love Peele's previous movies, you'll love it. If you love more kind of thriller movies rather than scary movies, you'll love it. All of it. So good. I love it. Yeah. Um, McKenna, what are what are your thoughts on it? Like, I like it. the The first time I saw it, um, no spoilers. The ending, I was like, that's kind of weird. The second time I saw it, I liked it a lot more. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. the music is slapping. It's great music. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about spoilers, so yes. I have a rule <laughs> so badly. with music and movies. Where if I notice the score being good, then I know it's a good score. Exactly, yeah. Like, because mm -hmm. when I'm like, "Hey, this song kind of goes. This is kind of <laughs> this is kind of schmacking right now." Like, yes, obviously the Batman, which is the best movie score of all. I time. love, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, this one's really the, good. This score, this score was so good. I had to Google it to see if um, uh, Michael Giacchino <laughs> did it. No, it's it's um, it's another Michael though. It's Michael Abels. Really? Yeah. Who who oh. did the same? Well, who did the same yeah. score for us? Which also has a really good score as well. Uh, he, I haven't seen that one yet. It's very good. So my thoughts on the movie was I thought it was amazing. I thought the end was not like I don't know. Obviously, it had to take place during the day, the final act. Yeah. But I didn't mm. like that it took place during the day. Um, yeah. I didn't like uh, how the guy in our theater at the end yelled out pretty much. <laughs> well, that ending sucked. Like nobody cares. We had Jackass. we had yeah. Settler and Waldorf like, here in our movie theater. We really did. It, it was, was it was great. Mystery Science Theater three thousand so in our own theater. I will say, watching it a second time around definitely improves the ending. 
Yeah. I... Yes. Like, there's very few movies where when I watch them, I go, I need right now to see as much as I can of this director's other work. Yeah. Um, one of those movies was Grand Budapest Hotel. I watched that and I was like, I gotta see all of Wes Anderson's shit. He has a lot of shit. I'm still getting through it. Um, but this, I was like, I need to watch Jordan Peele's other Oh, movies. yeah, for sure. I gotta watch him. Good. You should, it's yeah. Really good. Yeah. I, um, so, yeah, everyone who hasn't yeah. seen it, I will absolutely yeah. recommend to go watch it. It's amazing. Please, everyone, I, I will say, um, if you're a bit, uh, uh, if you're not that are into you af- gore. Are you afraid of chimpanzees? Oh, are you afraid of chimpanzees? Kingdom. Do not see the film. That's fair. like that's that's really the only thing like it obviously, you know, all the ads basically say it's about aliens. It's it, it is like, and more. If you're afraid of aliens, it is, you won't be it afraid. is and more. Yeah. I never thought And more, obviously. Yes, exactly. And okay, yeah, yeah, just basically go and see it if you haven't. It's really good. Please. It in my opinion, this is the first time a movie that isn't a Marvel movie has felt like a summer blockbuster yeah. movie, right? Like it oh, yeah. feels it really like has. a summer movie, you know? All right. Mm-hmm. But like it's for the past fucking decade, it's been like, hey, did you see Iron Ma- Man? And it's like, I did. I did. What a good summer this is. Whoa. Kaden, a way to start off with the first MCU movie as the big blockbuster. I don't know. I just was like, what, what <laughs> first? Avengers. Yeah. I looked at my Legos and I saw Wolverine and I was like, you're not. You're not. Yeah. Hey, have you seen Logan in theaters? I looked to my left and I saw Wolverine. I looked to my right and I saw Daredevil and I'm like, none of these guys are summer movies (laughs) or Marvel movies. (laughs) Yeah. um, So we are now going to get into spoilers, right? Anyone Uh, who has not not seen the movie. Please skip to um, this timestamp that will be inserted here. 44 minutes and 47 seconds. All right, so spoilers. spoilers. Gordy did nothing wrong. <laughs> yes, very true. Free, free Gordy. Free Gordy. Um, free Gordy. You can't really free a monkey whistling through a hole in his head. Oh, but, um, yeah. Poor, poor guy. Anyways, poor guy. Um, I, I wanted to ask you guys if you could take, like, what are your thoughts on like the themes of this movie? Because obviously, it's super thematically okay. rich, and like. One yeah. thing that's insane, I've watched so many different video essays on this movie, like, all of them are, like, super long and stuff. Each one has had a different way of taking the film and yeah. taking all the different stuff, and each different video, I'm like, wait, that's completely true, that's exactly how the movie is as well, wait, uh-huh. how am I, yeah. how is this so, it's I actually. Awesome. I texted yeah. you last night, Bailey, about what I kind of analyzed the yeah. movie to be. So I have not seen any other Jordan Peele movies, but I'd always heard the joke is like, oh, there you just have to look with like basically a regular piece of glass to search for the uh, the hidden messaging. Yeah. What's nice about this one <laughs> is obviously with that mindset, I was like, I wonder what the secret like um, political ish message is going to be, and it didn't really hit you on the head too no, hard. No, yeah. It just felt no. like a good movie. But once I sat and I thought about it, right? Mm-hmm. I thought, what was the point of the Gordy scene? Why mm. did why did he put that there? I thought about this. Um, let me pull up the exact words I sent to you last yeah. night, Bailey. Um, you guys can talk about whatever while I'm pulling. See, I'll I'll, tell, I'll go on my personal thing. See, I personally think. Yeah, and then McKenna. Yeah, I personally think the entire thing with Gordy and the entire way it relates to Jean Jacket is hollywood and just a general way that 
we mistreatment of animals and just like not trusting them, not knowing exactly how they work because our lead protagonists are of course the horse people in the industry. And obviously they know horse boy and horse exactly girl. played by Daniel Kaluuya <laughs> and Kiki Palmer who do great. And they're a Kiki Palmer from jump. Exactly. In. I looked at her, exactly. I, my face dropped, my mouth dropped when I looked at her letterbox, like history. And I was like, and see, holy shit. The reason from Corbin blue from jump in <laughs> and see the reason they're the protagonists is because one, they know exactly they are at least Daniel Kaluuya does. They know how to handle animals. They know exactly what's dangerous. They know all that sort of different stuff. And that's what ties in Gordy to this scene is like, there was nothing wrong with Gordy. He like one thing that Stephen Young's character Jupe is what he goes by in the movie. One thing his character says is the monkey just hit his limit. But that's not what happened. What happened is they didn't mm-hmm. know nope. exactly what they were supposed to do, and so something went off that triggered yeah. him, that triggered Gordy the the monkey, into this fit of wildness, into this fit of rage because he's not an animal that t- can just be t- tamed and trained he's a wild animal that deserves his own respect and that's what ties it into jean jacket is because jupe who should have learned from this experience as a kid how to treat animals he doesn't learn so he doesn't know how to treat he doesn't know how to treat this this alien jean jacket Uh, exactly he doesn't know how how to treat the alien from gordy not and to, how like, they deserve respect exactly because that's what he was trying to do for these past six months is in feeding yeah. it horses and getting this entire show but you can never expect what a wild animal will do and it's it's not their yeah. fault because that's just what they that's just what they are and that's th- that's my personal interpretation or at least my favorite interpretation of the entire yeah. gordy to jean jacket kind of thing and it's just well also tying into that it also kind of shows how selfish we are as humans thinking that we are above all those creatures and stuff not giving them respect and that we think that just because this one time this one bad thing happened doesn't mean that i can now do it because i've learned but really you haven't is that you're just selfish and narcissistic thinking that you can do it in reality you can't another like i i saw this i can figure this out i got another thing Mm -hmm. is with that is how they they use them as this this thing to put up on a pedestal and be like, hey, look at this. It's so much fun. It brings us entertainment. The entire... Making a show. The entire spectacle yeah. aspect, which is a huge yeah. theme of the movie is spectacle and stuff like that. Yeah. Calling calling Jean Jacket um, the viewers in his show mm-hmm. is very much in that type of, oh, you know, this is entertainment. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, so I wanted to talk about how I kind of analyzed the film. Mm -hmm. So I haven't seen Jordan Peele's other movies, but I know they focus a lot on the topic of race, or at least Get Out does, obviously. Us does as well. I I don't know if Us... Yeah, I figured. But um, the way I kind of analyzed it, and uh, I thought of it kind of as um, the Gordy incident kind of representing how african-americans are treated in the united states versus jean jacket being how white people are treated in the united states and i know how bad it sounds that i am comparing the story of a chimpanzee to african-americans not like i mean i've seen other people compare it don't cancel i've seen other people compare it as well yeah so the way i compare it is thinking about it as gordy being a creature that was brought from its home in the jungle to be like to work and to just be put up and like used for things 
but um is forced to do stuff but is immediately punished after breaking form of what he was supposed to do he is an animal he didn't know exactly that is just what he did and people made up like oh well now we have to kill this monkey or like you know and it was kind of like the that but um jean jacket i think definitely represents white people yeah because think about it like this this is how Uh jean jacket goes to the ranch shows up at a place and just claims it as its own it is its land now they they even say it's like we're on its property now right that sort of deal um and then it just starts on the house he yeah. Does. yeah, he throws up or pisses on the house, and he just <laughs> he eats the food and kills the the people that live there, the natives, obviously, and then nobody stopped it. People just tried to like appease it until it was too. Also, late. also, oh. uh, yeah, that's kind of how I. Also, read it, one yeah. thing is that a very small subtext of the movie is how the government knows that this is going on. And they're they're doing what? The, yeah the entire thing about how that's true because because the, the whole, whole valley the whole is blocked Maps out is like, on the on Google Maps so someone has oh. something yeah. has to know. I didn't even catch that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that makes that's sense. that's yeah. one reason why you got to watch the movie over a few times. But and there is the the Daft Punk looking motherfucker. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyways, but that's another thing is that the government obviously knows. And I will let me touch basis on or at least tie into your thing i've seen i watched a review earlier today on it about how these it's specifically these african-american people of color who are who do treat this animal with respect so like let's look at jean jacket less of like a white person in america and more like another token kind of thing like like how gordy is exactly and how and how jean jacket not only the horse but also you know keith david lived his keith david's character grew up in this hollywood industry and he in his entire life he was never given the respect that he deserved and so Mm -hmm. the same with gordy same with jupe's character because he played an an asian stereotypical character in a kid sheriff show and how they all were treated Mm -hmm. as token characters in hollywood and stuff and the only people who ever treat them with respect are other characters who are representations of you know the the minorities in america and stuff oh yeah yeah it kind of makes sense because even when you think about it the only person that gordy didn't attack was was jupe exactly that's one thing that i saw yeah exactly that's also so this isn't about the messaging, but this is something I've, I've said to everybody that will pretty much listen after the movie uh-huh. is I am so glad as a obviously big fan of horror movies. I am so glad that someone has finally tapped in to our generation's immense fear of that one chimpanzee <laughs> oh, yeah. that ripped the lady's face oh, off. Yeah. Because we're all scared of that. All of us heard the 911 call. All of us are yeah. terrified. My boyfriend is fucking petrified of chimpanzees i can't even show him a silly little video of a chimp being swung around in a circle because i'm like see look they're nice he's like nah nah fuck that Mm -mm, yeah i think we can definitely talking to me about that yeah i think we can definitely move on from the thematic richness of the movie because it's really good go see it now we can move on to the horror aspect of the film if you're in the spoiler section you've probably already seen it unless you don't yeah now we can talk about the horror aspect of the film oh my god I am one of the biggest complainers about modern horror. I think it's bad. I think across the board, Candyman near put me to sleep. Malignant made me laugh out loud in my theater. But like 
this actually felt good. Yeah. Bailey, you compared it in the theater after we watched it. Because we all saw it together, yep. by the way, which is a fun experience. Um, <laughs> you compared it to Jaws, yeah. which really yeah. fits. And is, which is why I think it fits so much as a summer yeah. blockbuster, where it starts suspenseful, is like... It, people are like getting killed by it. it's like what the fuck's going on what is this big thing we got to kill it let's go hire this old grizzled man that knows how to kill it yeah and let's have him <laughs> help kill it even though he is going to get killed by it holy shit this movie just ripped off jaws <laughs> well yeah. the thing is it, it i thought really it was just is. a theme but no when i think about it more i wouldn't say it ripped the, it off like i would just say it very much takes a, a good inspiration there, from it that yeah, it, yeah all of, like the like, cameras like like pointing towards the sky yeah. and like you knowing there being something in there but you can't see it and just and just the camera like slowly yeah. following it but the thing is oh, with just like with jaws. it being similar to jaws it's that's the thing is that you don't realize it until somebody makes that connection for you which is which is how mm-hmm. i can tell a movie takes inspiration from another movie without blatantly being like oh yeah no this is just that movie but with a different spin on it or something like that yeah, but it's not like how the Lego movie is the exact same movie as the Matrix. Yeah, <laughs> think thinking about it, kind of, yeah. <laughs> Which I don't want to talk about too much, because in the future, I'm certain one of the movies I pick will be the Lego Fair. movie. I want to ask you, I want to ask you this. I feel like there's three specific scenes in the entire movie that yes. that most people will think of as the scariest one. And I want to ask you, this may be a difficult decision, which of the three scary scenes, I'll name them out for you in a second, are the scariest? There's one, there's the chimp scene, I believe, of, of mm-hmm. you know, of Gordy going, of Gordy... Of Gordy actually, like, beating the shit yes, out of the family. Yes, exactly. The there's that yeah. scene, yeah. which is amazing. There's the scene of the uh, the crowd of people at, at Jupe's Park them being eaten and swallowed up by by jean jacket Ugh. and them getting squashed in inside of its body and like the I didn't claustrophobia realize what that was until about 30 seconds in and i went wait a damn minute that's me neither the first time yeah. around and then it's, the third scene oh, yeah. third scene is right after that when jean jacket is attacking the house or just pissing basically pissing showing house, yeah, yeah showing this you is think, my territory wait, you think those are the three scary i personally scenes? think those i think are. adding a fourth one maybe okay. to that is um is like the fake aliens because when you're first watching that you're like, was so oh, good, was really good. Yeah, yeah yeah oh my god so you're like what was, is that I, there's a letterbox review that said if this movie was just that scene where the kids <laughs> scared daniel yeah. kaluuya i would have been fine <laughs> Because that was shot so well. Like, oh, the yeah, alien no, it's fucking shot super coming well. down. I think... And yeah. the noises, the... Like, they, they, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. And if if Peel wants to just make an alien movie, like a silly alien invasion movie <laughs> that isn't this one, I would be happy with it. Because this means, man apparently gets horror. So, yeah, so, which... But, yes. I, let me touch on the third one just a little bit more. Of Just a yeah. little bit of... I think one specific thing that makes it scary is not only seeing like these things from the old from from the old other place getting ripped out of their ground and stuff and getting dropped but also the blood and gore you see bones dropping from the sky and that's what I think is the mm-hmm, most is scary wild. part, uh, at least of that scene. So I want to know. And also, and also, and also, we get the prettiest shot that I've oh, seen. Oh, of a just the house just covered the in blood and, and, the and the smoke sky. around oh it. Oh, Speaking of, beautiful. the cinematographer it, yeah. is the same guy who does Christopher Nolan's movies, which is crazy because this movie is so like. <laughs> 
colorful. Beautiful it's cinematography. Not, it's not grayish. This dude was probably like, he probably like grabbed Peel by the collar and said, thank you. I'm so done shooting gray action scenes where people say confusing words. Exactly. Thank you. Oh, come on. I think, I think actually Inception. I mean, obviously uh, Nolan's films are shot. They're shot there. well. They're just very gray. Yeah. But yeah. which of those but, um, four scenes would you think is the scariest? Okay. It is the Gordy scene, I think, without a doubt. I... The way it's... I'm going to explain Yeah, go ahead. Because I think it is because of the tension. It builds up over the movie. You get the little hints. Like, it shows it at the start, just the shot of Gordy after everything, just kind of, like, sitting there. And that's... And when you see that, you don't realize you are in Jupiter's perspective, yeah. right? You, yeah. You don't realize that you're watching from the same spot he is. And then, like, you slowly, like, pick up and you're like, oh, shit. This is, like, you don't realize how bad it was. But, like, the whole time after that, I was like, I really hope we see everything that happened, you know? I want to see what this what this guy did. Did he just kill the one lady? Was it way worse? And, like, the way... Because imagine you are in that scenario and you are under the table and there is a killer chimpanzee letting loose on oh. these on all of your co-workers right yeah. and and when the chimpanzee comes like closer and like just and, like, breathes on him and, and like oh, yeah, on no, the tablecloth oh. and he reaches his hand in and like imagine you're like oh fuck he's about to just like yeah. rip my face off like yeah, straight man, up he, nicholas he, he cage style take his face off <laughs> but now he just wanted a fist bump and jupiter left him hanging before you shoot him, let him dap the man up. All right? Uh, but yeah, I think it was Gordy because I thought it was just going to be like seeing him like slamming the mom of the TV family. Oh, yeah. But when the dad tried to run away. Oh. oh and even, even better is how this shot starts. Right? Because you don't start from Jupiter's perspective. Yeah. It crawls. It crawls in. Like and you, the handheld you, you camera. See it in, like you see it in the corner. You see blood in the corner. Yeah. It's so good. And it's like almost like I want to go back just to watch that scene again <laughs> because just the Gordy scenes put together could be the best horror short film I've ever seen. I think I agree. Uh, yeah. The because like the way it's like a handheld camera makes it feel like you are being forced to go in and see if he's still mad or see if anyone's still alive. Yeah. And you're like, how far has he gone? The only thing that took me out of the scene, which is something that probably was out of Peel's control was the stock monkey sounds. The ones that if you buy like a toy of a monkey and you push the button, it goes like... <laughs> like that yeah. is mm-hmm. just like stock sounds. But um, yeah, I think that scene was the most suspense... One of the most suspenseful scenes I've seen in a movie. For sure. Like, period. Oh, because yeah. Because you're like... Yeah. I mean, obviously, you don't know... It, I don't believe it shows you Jupiter for a little while, but you kind of slowly realize that you're under a table. And it's like, is this the little girl from that show yeah. as well? That was also... Okay, another little comment about the Gordy <laughs> scene is it's not in that scene, but at the show of the UFO, uh-huh. how it doesn't even need to show you the girl from the show. It's like, you know why she has a face covering and a shirt of her. Yeah. And then they do show her. You know. Then they do show her and we, she looks well, like a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and she's looks not even all the way. Scary. It just blows up a little bit and you see her mouth. Yeah. And it's like, we know. We saw what Travis the Chimp did way back when. Like we know <laughs> what's up. Scariest, yeah. The scariest thing movies can do is when they don't show you anything and your mind has to create it. Yeah. You know? That's the scariest thing. <clears throat> Science! <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah, signs. Sorry, Woo. I think I have something in my throat. Um, 
Before Sorry, we get I'll, into I'll signs. I'll figure it out later in the episode. <laughs> before we get oh, into no, signs. Yeah, we're not to signs yet. Not yet. Not yet. We're not to signs yet. We all have to talk about. I was just saying. Lots of foreshadowing. Yeah, go ahead now, McKenna. What's your. What's the scariest yeah, what's, scene what's for your you? Scene? Okay, well, the chimpanzee is de- chimpanzee. <laughs> the chimpanzee scene is definitely up there. Um, but I think the very first time when I was watching it, that claustrophobic getting smushed inside the yeah. UFO was awful. I just, oh, just hearing all those noises yeah. and like people like screaming and you like seeing some blood but not yeah. quite realizing what's happening because at that point in the movie i didn't quite yeah actually my aunt saw yeah. it with me the first time and she knew exactly <laughs> like she knew from the yeah. very beginning that like ah it's it's eating people <laughs> and but yeah. i didn't know and i was like that's ridiculous but but just like neither, it's sucking yeah. it up the screams and the noise of like um like inflatable balloons just screeching together oh it just it's yeah. awful yeah. And I, and the yeah. best part is is I that think, right before it um bleeds yeah. all over the house they they're screaming right and then and it just crunches up and oh then all the blood gosh. just shh, yeah down. no I think I specifically agree with you Kenna in that the second scene I I think we can tie the second scene in with the third scene because yeah. they it's obviously like one are big one event and then the next yeah. and then they one thing you do not realize until the second time around each and every single time that you see jean jacket flying around you can hear the screams of human beings you can the sound it's making is screams and that's part of what makes it terrifying is realizing that there's people in it and seeing stuff like that and my first time watching it I was the obviously the claustrophobia scene. I don't even have claastrophobia. But I mean, if you're getting, I, I don't either. But it, it, still, but that you scene put in an industrial shredder. That scene made will. me yeah. feel trapped. Yeah, yeah oh. that scene made me feel trapped. And then afterwards, when you see the house, and you can hear the screams, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, what's going on?" And then it shows you the picture of the, of like they're all in like the bags or whatever, oh, and then they just, just squish. <sighs> Mm-hmm. And then it, the blood starts raining down, and it's like, yeah, it's, holy yeah. shit! What's, what's that just more, got real? What's even more terrifying so is that the second time watching it, um, well, no, actually, the first time watching it, I was like, oh, that's just the sound yeah. the UFO I makes. Mean, it's just like, a yeah. meow, you know, meow. it's done so well that yeah. you don't even no. realize it until until you watch it suck up people that and like horses and stuff. You're like. That's the sound yeah, of living beings like yeah. in their screams. And that's so why the good. horses scream so much. Like, at the beginning, you're like, I've never heard a horse make that sound. Yeah, yeah that's because the uh-huh. horse is getting crushed. It's not going to make that sound unless it's becoming glue, you yeah. know? Like, um, yeah. one yeah. thing I kind of... Oh, one little ouch. thing I noticed, right, is I, like, I was thinking how Peel was thinking when he was like, let's make a movie, let's add horses. Yeah. Because the obvious, like, UFO trope is that they abduct cows. <laughs> so you, yeah. like, just the yeah. farm animal getting abducted probably put it in your mind that they were just like, well, let's just take this cow and not let's fucking eat this thing. And it's like <laughs> a creature eating, you know? Yeah. You don't think of aliens eating the cows. They probably just, like, study and go, hmm, this is probably a human. Let's put, this write is this a down cow. Exactly. Let's yeah. write this down in the human book, you know? But that's why I kind of noticed that is the kind of subversion of the trope of the cow yeah. getting abducted. By like, the, uh... that's one thing that happens mm-hmm. most of Peel's previous films. I'm not going to spoil them. But they have Please. these twists that, mm-hmm. shat- that shatter your expectations and stuff. This one yeah. does have a twist, but it's yeah. not like a, a thing. It's not like a sh- like expectation shattering sh- 
twist. It's just like, yeah. it makes you look at these past things in a new light and be like, oh, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. which, which I think Man, is what I, makes I it so good. I wish that so in, later in this episode we were going to talk about another movie from a director that's known for uh, shattering twists. Twisting. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hopefully Peel doesn't Shyamalan himself. Please, God, Peel, don't Please. Shyamalan yourself. I love don't. you, Mr. Peel. Just don't I, okay, do that. Okay, <laughs> I love I love. Please don't M. Shyamalan, Shyamalan or Taika yourself. I love it, M. Yeah. M. Night Shyamalan, but uh, Avatar. We can. I think. Man. I think after can, we can all just say, Nope is very should, good. I, yes. We should. You should I, all watch it. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to say. Actually, um, I do have one question for you guys because this has been on my mind. Um, yeah. yeah. Ever since I first watched it. The Gordy scene, going back to it. Yeah. There's the shoe just standing up on itself. You don't know. You don't. Okay. Confused about that. I want. I I, can. I. I personally want to talk about it because I've read so much stuff. I. I just didn't understand why, but I was just like, yeah, it was probably just because. See, because it's the same way in the exhibit too, right? Like. Yeah. 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 It's the same. It is the same way in the exhibit, and the thing is, it's not for a specific reason. That's the thing. That's the entire thing of the point. That's the entire point the, of the shoe. It's just the only it's... thing. The only thing. Sorry. The yeah, only no. thing that I can think of is that while he was in that scenario, and because he is a child, it's from his perspective, so he's just going to see things differently. Um, but also, maybe it's an idea that like this. And I'm not trying to be like oh traumatic experiences make good stories and stuff but this could be like a way to display what terrific horrible thing happened no yeah that is a specific part of it is that he he idolizes the events and tries to make another thing what is seen in shadows is often mistaken in the mind of a child because one thing one thing that is touched on (laughs) is how gordy's the one thing he says to kiki and Daniel Kaluuya's character in the be- near the beginning is he says Gordy went on a six minute thirteen second rampage right he says that mm-hmm. yeah. and afterwards in the in the crowd scene when they're showing off the thing he says he met the he saw the alien for the first time six months ago at exactly six thirteen o'clock oh yes so he's it's basically him trying to recreate that anyways that's touching back onto the theme. hold on hold on hold on hold on, hold on. <laughs> you you i know i know see this movie again i know goddamn stopwatch <laughs> i know okay I, wanna, okay I i doubt it's actually that exact time but could you imagine if i went in and i clocked it because in the scene the when the camera goes in you hear uh-huh. the second it starts because you hear the balloon pop and you hear him freak out and then you see oh, the it second it ends when Gordy is shot, because could you Maybe. imagine if Peel, the absolute mad lad, made it six minutes and thirteen? That'd seconds? be crazy. Another thing oh, with geez. time is that uh, Steve Young's character says, "In about an hour, your life will be changed." And right from that moment, exactly, there's an hour left of the movie. That's also a cool thing with time that he did. Really? Yeah. Wow. Exactly. That's okay. I know. That's cool. I know. Yeah. At least I'm not exactly fully sure, but I did check because I work at the uh-huh. movie theater. I checked yeah, recently, and right as soon as that scene started, there was about an hour left of the movie, and I was like, oh my gosh, he really so did cool. it. Yeah. And also, within an hour, they their lives were changed. Changed exactly. to paste. <laughs> but touching on the shoe, so that we can get off yeah. of this movie, as much as we all love it, the shoe I, yeah. is specifically a touching of the theme of a bad miracle. Because as much... 
as like the the reason yeah exactly steve young's character <laughs> kaden kaden the just reason got blown yes i know away. the reason another thing like obviously gordy's a thing of not attacking Joop could be thematic but another thing is that he didn't look it in he did not look gordy in the eye until gordy came up to him and trusted him he looked specifically at the shoe and was like that's why he has it in the museum compared to any of the other clothes that's why he yeah. idolizes it it's right in the middle he idolizes it he feels like it saved his life or something who knows yeah. but that is the bad miracle that ended up like as much as it saved his life it ended up getting like over 40 people killed with with the alien and stuff and see cuz i yeah. was thinking like a miracle that the shoe landed as it did right yeah but yeah that's the miracle shoe, yeah but what caused that to happen is the bad <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> This is a good it's so It's such reality. a good movie cuz you can talk about it for hours and hours on end and still oh, not yeah, get can. old about it. But speaking yeah. about bad miracles, what also is yes. known as a bad miracle, a sign. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, okay, Getting, so this is the timestamp. This uh, is so okay, yeah. Back. This is Welcome where back the spoilers to everyone that didn't want to hear spoilers. Sorry, you had to skip like a fucking half 30 hour minutes at least. Yeah, exactly. But um so I saw the signs, and it opened up my eyes. I saw the signs. Um, I have <laughs> had that joke ready uh, since you said that we were watching that movie. Um, wow! So yeah, good, uh, good movie. Yeah, good movie. Um, you watch signs. Personally, yeah. personally, I'm very mixed on the movie. Really, personally. I love I the am. movie. I think it's funny because McKenna, you brought this movie to the table, right? Yeah. You huh. said you watched it as a kid, right? Which. Yep rude yeah. of your parents to show what? you this as a kid no i loved it's it scary. i was how young wanted to watch it how how young um as long as i can remember i've loved this that's, movie in fact that's for a my bit too young I, i'd watch it yeah because like i that would have fucked me up seeing the alien at the birthday party in that <laughs> shot like yeah. also i i don't think anyone cares this movie is 20 years old this year no, yeah we're yeah. not gonna do spoilers, spoilers for this one we're not yeah, gonna do I, spoilers for this one yeah. it's but um, it, it is yeah. funny thing funny thing is it is actually the 20th anniversary of this movie at least the week of the 20th anniversary is which it is really that's crazy. it is it, oh, it yeah, happened that's right. you said it, to it me. was wednesday yeah. i believe which is really wow. funny what a what a miracle what Whoa! a sign what a sign Anyways, I want I want to hear y'all's thoughts on the movie, just because I I personally don't want to go off, but I just feel like I have less to say. What I was saying a second ago is, McKenna, you grew up with this movie, but I looked at our letterbox ratings. I gave it the highest rating out of all of us. What did you give it? We know. Actually, I I thought I gave it a four and a half, but I gave it a four. I remember my review says I took away half a star for each dog that dies. Fair. Oh my goodness. Which is true. <laughs> I gave it, but that's I gave not it a why four I, star. Yeah, I thought you gave it a four and I gave it a four and a half, but I it was a four and a half until the end with the alien and him becoming a priest again. Yeah. I thought it was stupid how he became a priest again. Obviously it makes mm. sense. It does. And I was like, why? It me and you sense. me and you both personally, I think, didn't really I personally don't like Mel Gibson. He's a fine actor, don't like him. Yeah. But I think yeah. The character arc of another person regaining their faith has never been super interesting to me. Like, I get yeah. how it can be interesting to some people, but personally, like, for completely I, personal reasons, I enjoyed it's not. the movie so much. 
because it was a story about a guy losing his faith and yeah. why and kind of like yeah. in the comparison of his son still having faith and him not having it anymore was kind of a cool dynamic it but was oh a cool well. dynamic i agree oh well let's make him a priest again Woo! like you know, <laughs> i had a coworker who told me the same thing that the reason that he doesn't like this movie as much is because he got out of it that like follow god and like pretty much it'll show you the right signs yeah, uh, so that's not right. I that's not at all what I got from it personally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. I understand that. I want to hear your yeah. I want to hear your Yes, I want to hear from you, McKenna, because you're the one who brought this to the table. Obviously, I want to <laughs> hear some of what you had to say. I it is a story about a guy who pretty much loses his faith and then gains it back throughout the movie. But he has those struggles, right? And like even watching um, videos about how the movie was made, they obviously delve into that about this is a story with a, a man and god pretty much uh-huh. but when i was little and stuff what i got from it was that it doesn't have to be religious faith doesn't yeah. have to be religious it doesn't have to that's be spiritual it could just be fair. signs from fi- from yeah. higher up um yeah. some yeah. people might call it bad luck some people might call it coincident coincidences just like his uh conversation with meryl about there are two different type of people ones who see signs or, or faith reasons, you know, and ones who see yeah. coincidences. Um, in yeah. fact, there's some people who might see, like, random things and take that as some sign from God, and other people might be like, that's just good luck. For me that's personally, a, yeah. I'm just like, it's just a, yeah. a sign, you know? Like, like you, you get those gut feelings sometimes, so... Yeah. 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 That's a good, that's a a good way to look at it, yeah. I have, a, I have a bit of stuff to say, but I'll keep it mm-hmm. kind of towards the end, because yeah. most of the Wait. stuff I have to discuss is about the end. Yeah. Um, can we, McKenna, when you edit this, can you cut this out? I have to go grab another Powerade real quick. I'm quite parched. One second. Yeah, I might need to get water. <laughs> I'll be back. See, this is why I got water right here. Did McKenna go to get a drink as well? Yeah, she got water. Want to know something kind of funny? With McKenna's, with McKenna's thing about looking at like signs and they can be could be from god you haven't seen the new uh you haven't seen the rehearsal yet with the new nathan fielder thing yet have you i'm waiting till it's all out okay completely fair i will say in the second episode there's another there's a character in the, in the show whose entire character is just doing that and i think that's a funny coincidence because oh, i watched uh, it a few since days McKenna's ago probably gonna sorry since mckenna's probably gonna have to listen to this part hi mckenna if you're listening to this Sonic is stupid. Kaden, I said it. You? And it was even more stupid. Shadow. You know what's even worse? Yeah. Resident Evil. Uh, that's too far. Where, right. where were we? Okay. Uh, talking uh, about yeah. science. So, yeah. Um, I have a lot of notes. The scariest thing in this movie was Kathleen Kennedy's name in the opening credits. <laughs> <laughs> I also had no idea Joaquin Phoenix was in this movie, so that yeah. was a surprise to me. I was like, oh, "It's the Joker, baby!" I love. May I just say, as it's much as Joker. as much as I will get memed on for loving Joaquin Phoenix, he's my boy. He is my boy. He's one of my favorite actors, and he does really good in this movie as well. I honestly, he's my favorite part of the movie because he just it's portrays. Funny how good of- he portrays yeah, the yeah. wildness and like the craziness yeah. of this entire situation so well. Yeah. They're like switching sides, going from like this is a bunch of nerd shit to this is a bunch of real shit. Like, <laughs> like Meryl, it's funny. Meryl is an icon. Yeah. yeah, he looks like my uncle Todd. 
I don't know if my uncle Todd listens to this podcast, but if he does, hey Todd. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, so I, a lot of random notes that don't really make sense. One of my favorite scenes is when um, Joaquin Phoenix goes into that room with like the army general, and he talks like this, <laughs> and he has a yes. funny looking mouth. <laughs> no one has a mouth like. I will say yes. one thing. I think this movie does a really good job at being a comedy. Like, oh yeah, it's funny. It's Absolutely. funny, and I don't it know why. That's laugh. great parts. Nothing's gonna stop us from enjoying this meal. So enjoy it. <laughs> stop crying. Best line made me laugh, but also like those scenes uh, where like before dinner, where he's like, "Whatever you want." Like he knows that, that was it cool. could be their last yeah. meal, mm-hmm. the last like, supper kind of thing yeah. it was cool and it's it's really interesting and a really good scene their dynamic um, also the, the dynamics it, yeah. i think between the characters is some of the strongest stuff that i've seen and at least i don't know yeah in the movie yeah. i was gonna say i don't know what they put in the the culkin family household's food supply <laughs> yeah all of the culkins play the same character in like everything the like deadpan like pretty like very mature for their age child or deadpan adult yeah just yeah. i i think me and you were thinking of the same one in scott pilgrim yep yeah is you that kieran well, that's kieran culkin i believe yeah kieran culkin yeah how many culkins are there there's like five too i many, think too three, many culkins i think three or four of which have been in movies yeah there's one a litter, in, um, uh, a litter of culkins comes every year <laughs> Yeah. Um, my there was one in the uh, Waco, Texas show that I watched. He was really yeah. Good. Speaking um, of the acting, like we took touched on Walking Phoenix, he does great. The Colkin kid, I don't know his first name. He does pretty good. Yeah. The little girl does really good, I think, as well. Shockingly good. For Mel Gibson. Actress. Mel Gibson. This might be personal bias, might not be. I really think his performance in this is really stale. Really? I don't agree. I don't. I think he plays think... a fr- a frightened father who was who had okay. to talk to his wife as she was dying. Let me yeah. let me pull back. From let me pull back. Go- it's, like, yeah. it's all partially. his eyes. Let me pull like, back. It's his eyes. Let I me think. pull yeah, back. Please, please run that back. He doesn't. Okay. In every scene that he's talking with another human being, he does great. In every single scene that he's talking to one of these fictional aliens, or that he's just by himself, he's. Surprise! He's like I don't know. He just seems stale, it's, and it's just. Are you hard kidding to me? It, I mean, one I don't blame. One of the blame. best parts. One of the best yeah. parts is when he's boarding up a window, and like you see him look outside, and you don't see what's outside or anything, but just but but just his face of just fear, and then and then him walking away. Okay. You're like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> I think just the way he delivers. Um, I think yeah. just the um. way he delivers dialogue in those scenes when he's like in out in the cornfield and talking to the aliens. I think it's just. It just wasn't my preferred style, but then again, that might be personal bias because I'm not the biggest fan of Mel Gibson. Really, but, I think uh, I think yeah. it's great. I think it's great when he's delivering dialogue uh, to the alien in the pantry, and he's like, uh, "It's me, the police." Hello, uh, <laughs> we've got your friends in the paddy wagon. Another uh, yeah. thing, I'm not sure if I like M Night Shyamalan's style of writing. I've only seen. I have a note about. That. I've only yeah. seen three films of his. And, like, even Sixth Sixth Sense, which is supposedly his biggest, I wasn't the biggest fan of. Which yeah. might I, be personal, but... Even his best movies will have a moment where you come crashing down and are splashed in the face with a bucket of, 
M. Night Shyamalan movie. Ha! Where, like, the <laughs> army general's like, yeah, you're good at baseball. You should be having ladies licking your toes. For like, me, what the fuck? What like, was that line? What for, was that for line? Me in this. Yeah. There's just moments M- like M. Night. M. Night yeah. might have a little bit of competition, or Quentin Tarantino might have a bit of competition when in the foot fetish category. Foot thing. <laughs> that was like a tip um, of the hat to in Tarantino. this film, for me, the line that's that's ridiculous is like when uh, him and like the cop are in the cornfields, and and he's like, "Shh, don't call me father. I can't hear my children." <laughs> yeah, the "I can't hear my children" is a honestly kind of a good. It's a good line. It's just a moment. Think about it. Think about it later in the movie, right? When the alien is in the house. uh, Guess what you don't hear right before it happens? The The children. children. Yeah. The children. I think only only thing with, I think the more, it's more of the don't call me father. Because, like, I feel there would have been a better way to do that rather than, because, like, earlier in the scene, he doesn't want to take the dog who just peed on the floor. He doesn't want to take him to the vet. I got this from the video you sent us, Caden. Um, yeah. he doesn't want us to yes, take him to the yes, vet because the, the vet, yeah. the vet was the person who killed his wife. That's a really they good don't even piece say of that, writing. Right? No, they don't they say never that. They say it. They just but that's show a really good, that's an amazing piece of writing. But then the don't, don't call do, me father yeah. scene is just, it calls it out too much. And it's like, I feel like there would have been a better way of having him just like flinch after her calling him father or something like that. I'm mm-hmm. not sure, but yeah. The rest of this thing, I think this is much better written than yeah. Sixth Sense and Avatar The Last Airbender, which are the only other two oh, Shyamalan yeah. movies I've seen. You haven't seen The Village? Nope. I haven't seen The Village. Um, Does no one have Adrian okay. Brody? Um, yeah. Nice. We might have um, to watch it. <laughs> you haven't seen, <laughs> of you course haven't seen you Unbreakable? Would know or any nope. of the yeah, Unbreakable? Yeah, you haven't seen Unbreakable? Trilogy? What is no, wrong? I know, I'm Glass? crazy. That's I know, like I'm crazy. Really I need good to. one. I know. I feel like yeah. I feel like you would be a split person. I yeah. probably yeah, but, <laughs> but I also, think yeah. I think we can all agree I, this film does really good building up tension. I believe. Yeah. Oh, One yeah. thing I wanted to say is with alien movies kind of across the board, nothing is to me what makes a good alien movie is the slow learning of the aliens' rules because yeah. every alien in every movie has different rules. Yeah. Like in Nope, it's if you look at the ship, right in alien or no in predator it's if you have weapons and are attacking it right also it's the heat vision the, sl- the heat vision it's like the slow learning of okay this is what the alien does the i didn't like how they m night Shyamalan was like um you know they don't go near water they probably don't like it yeah <laughs> i'm the, winking like, i'm winking the, to the discord call nobody the, can see it but i'm i'm giving a big old wink cuz that's basically what he was doing i yeah i like, the other rest of the stuff of tension building and stuff, that one was really good. And, like, seeing it slowly invade, that yes. was really good. But then the last yeah. last 15, 20 minutes really just brung it down they a lot. shouldn't have shown the alien. No. It should have been implied. It should have it only been... been really yeah. cool to have it just be in reflections and implied. Like And, maybe and show in the like, birthday thing. Yeah, and in the birthday thing. That would have been that perfect. Also, the, the alien. Be like later, I'm glad I'm not the only one who didn't like the alien actually showing up. Because also, the alien design just sucks. The alien design yeah, of it the, really sucks. And, like, and the CGI just isn't the, the CGI greatest. is not good either. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 2002. Mm-hmm. Makes kind sense. Of a little slack, but uh, yeah, I do. I think but you're the right. design just when yeah. It, 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 
because there's two things. I was actually talking to my dad about this earlier. Hi, dad. He listens. Um, but uh, <laughs> he was talking about, because I was like, I love how it shouldn't have shown the alien, but I liked the tension that was there when it didn't show it. And we talked about two examples in particular, Alien and Stranger Things Season 1, where you don't know what the Demogorgon is, what it looks like. You just know it's lurking. It's somewhere right yeah and it builds up this tension and then when they show you the design it is a great design right but like it's same thing with alien right it's like it's on the ship how is it on the ship it's slowly growing it's picking off people one by one ooh, ooh. and then it shows it and it's an amazing one of the best creature designs in history but this it was like oh my god what is this alien what is it it's so scary that like people are petrified when they look at it like oh and the lights in the sky by the way great detail i love that don't show me a ufo the lights in the sky perfect but like just it shouldn't have shown the alien design if you weren't gonna have a good alien design because it straight up looked like howard the alien did you know that um i think the alien the the lights in the sky were um what's the word practical inspired oh okay did you know that the lights in the sky um were inspired by actual like real life events yeah back in yeah i mean i didn't know but i could assume yeah yeah back in back in a long a while ago in arizona and like nevada area they saw like these lights like taking up like a v-shape and like just going through those states and like tons of people saw it yeah but yeah i think it takes inspiration um i think Looking at alien designs of, like, all pop culture, I feel like there's never been a really bad alien design that I've seen until this movie, personally. Because, like, at least the big ones. Because I've seen... I haven't seen Alien, but I know of the design. There's that one. There's Predator. Nope. There's... uh, What are some other alien movies? There's um, just... Invader Zim into the floor. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. The Invader thing, Zim. even the, the thing, thing who doesn't the thing has... have an oh, actual exact form, but it's still iconic. I just realized yeah, I can in, I can cool. include that into my Alien Week. I love that. <laughs> yeah, because I just watched the it. Thing? Yeah, oh, I, the I, I I was deciding whether or not I wanted to include it in Caden's Horror Month because I have Fair. a bunch of the movies because I have I get five weeks of spooky. Yeah, um, so <laughs> I get to and I get but to back force on, you guys to back on this design. I do yeah. like I do like the claw. The claw is kind of cool, but like the that rest of it cool. just how it the rest color. of it just looks like a human, but gray and then big black eyes. Well, and it's like well, did that's you know so that, uninteresting. Uh, did Did it's you know? So like, uh, they actually got it, I don't think. female yeah. models and like just use them as like really? as like the way as as like the way that they moved and stuff but then they decided that it was too okay. feminine in like the last shot they actually just got a male model <laughs> yeah these aliens are for the dudes <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um yeah there's a lot of really good details i'm trying to see if i um i do like uh i i don't personally i will say I don't personally like the twist of the aliens being the, like, I get the entire thing of like the signs and all that stuff and, and not nothing being a coincidence, but you could have ended it before the water 
or just comp- like I just don't like the water stuff, and it's. But it, if you didn't include so... the water, then you couldn't have the line. There's a monster outside my room. Can I have a glass of water? And then it's like, whoa, because that's how she's good. They're yeah, and yeah. The, it it feels the, like the Joaquin Phoenix hitting you over the head with his big good bat. The whole exactly. time, it's like, look at all the water. Hey, hey, she doesn't like water. She's going to leave that's water one all thing, over. That's huh? one thing I huh? noticed. In... I'm M. Night Shyamalan. I wrote Stuart Little. Like, that's just <laughs> what it felt like the whole that's movie. That's one thing I noticed in Sixth Sense as well, is, like, knowing the twist of that movie, the foreshadowing just hits you on the head. And it's like, okay, I get it. I get it. Yeah, no, I get yeah. it. That's, I'm good. Sometimes, though, um, he does do it tastefully. Um yeah. Like, I'm not going to say the twist in Unbreakable because you haven't seen it yet, Bailey. But, uh-huh. uh, or for Split or for Glass. Oh, that one's the best twist of that trilogy, yeah. I, I think. I think that one's really good. But okay. um, they're all like, you don't notice it. And then it's like, ooh. Yeah, yeah. and then, yeah. I've never been the fan of his twists or how he foreshadows Split doesn't them. really have a twist, by the way. So I don't get people telling me. Split doesn't really have a twist as much yeah. as it has a cool reveal. And okay. the cool reveal is that it's in the same universe as something. Well, yeah, I do know you that. You knew that. I so know that. everyone knew that. Yeah. After, of course. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. McKenna, do you have any more, like, uh, thoughts? Because this is your movie, and I feel like we're... Me and Bailey are just chatting up a storm over here, so... Uh, I don't know. Did you know that, um the scene with the party like the party the the Mm -hmm. birthday party and like that stuff that was that's apparently um one of the top 100 scariest scenes by like oh yeah critics i heard about that yeah it's it's very i will say that scene is really good that scene's probably yeah. the best scene in the movie. In, one of the best ways of showing the terror or, like, the kind of fear of the population is when it shows the news people. The, like, anchors being like, um... Oh, what? yeah, no. Like, my favorite my scared, favorite trope like, uh, in cool. media is when is when news people are scared. Because I watched like, Cloverfield. Cool. Cloverfield, I watched a few... I watched, I think, last month, another great mm-hmm. alien movie. And that one yeah. also shows a little bit of the news people being shocked and stuff. So good. I love... That's my favorite trope in media. And, like, one and of like my M. Night, tropes. M. Night Shyamalan, like, recorded that, too. Just, just like, with, like, his hand camera. Ooh. Like, he himself recorded that whole scene. Makes sense. Uh, I, I love how perfect the kids were in that scene blocking it. Because oh, I was yeah. like, move! But then immediately <laughs> after Joaquin Phoenix was like, move! And I was like, thank you! This guy gets it! Mama knows, <laughs> like, this Mama guy knows. gets it! <laughs> that, yeah. that was so great! <laughs> <laughs> Um, one thought I had during the movie, I had a lot of random thoughts, but I was like, you know, this little girl reminds me of myself, where I don't drink water either. <laughs> I, I also saw a lot of myself in the aliens, where if I drink water, I will die, so I have to drink Powerade. Um, but could you imagine if the little girl found, like, Olive Garden water? She would never have gotten any other water, because that's the perfect water. My, <laughs> my family used to make fun of me, because I left glasses of water around... Just because, like, I'd forget about them. They'd be like, yeah, and they oh, were like, like you, you're both. <gasps> oh. <laughs> I even was talking to my friend Elijah last night because he had seen the movie. And I, I told him about that. And he goes, my, my family always makes that joke whenever I leave glasses around. I'm like, it's funny that that's, like, a common thing now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It is, oh, yeah. yeah. My, uh. my family, whenever we go into, like, a corn maze, we have to make, like, the clicking noises. Like, the... <laughs> The sounds. Oh, my God. Yeah. The sound design is really good. The sound good. design is so good. Like... What the, alien movie doesn't have good sound design, to be completely honest? True. 
the way you can hear them going through like every room in the house oh that one was so good. so good that's another great scene like and like i was really distracted like by like what the fuck is going on when the lights went out in the basement but I mm-hmm. bet if you listen, you can tell everything that happens in that scene. Oh, yeah. You know? I. Yeah. That's one of my favorite shots is just watching just the, the flashlight. Um, yeah, the flashlight as that, it rolls around as they're freaking oh, my out. God. Yeah. Oh, and then so it's like good. almost foreshadowed when um, Mel Gibson drops the flashlight in the uh, in the corn. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it breaks. Yeah. Another another think... great scene is uh, is when they have the baby monitor for the first time and, and, and all of oh, them yeah. are like touching each other. Oh, that yeah. That scene apparently that took forever really cool. to get right. I think... Also, um, Chris Stuckman pointed it out. Shout out to Chris Stuckman, who I thought of this whole time because he he's a film reviewer on YouTube. Obviously, highly recommend. He's um, great. He's making his yeah, own film fav- soon. I'm so yes. excited to watch it. We're going to review that, by the way. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, okay. Shelby uh, Oaks, yeah. Yeah, so... He made a point in his video. We watched a YouTube video. I think we all watched it. I know Bailey yeah, you said you watched I it. Yeah, I did, yeah. He broke down, like, everything in the movie, because uh, he's obviously obsessed with it. The only time that the uh, baby monitor picked up alien noises was when they were all touching each other. Or at least when it got the best signal. But yeah. Yeah. And that scene was it was, was really only cool. when they were all touching each other on the car when it activated. Yeah. And when mm-hmm. they're all hugging at the table that's when it would activate and i was like yeah, it's that's cool. pretty cool family i think you know what you know what i actually noticed um i had to go back to to just see again yeah. but on the first scene when he opens the door and he goes out like the very first scene the, the very time you see um graham you know he opens mm-hmm. the door and like you see like the outline of like the old cross or whatever and then at the very end yes. i was expecting to just see the cross again it's there's no cross there you want to know what it is what? it's pictures of his family Oh, Yo. that's cool. Yeah. That's good. God, remember when M. Night Shyamalan was good at movies? I don't. I wasn't born yet when this movie came out. But still, <laughs> in I retrospect, yeah. Looking at this movie, it's it's very strange looking at him now, especially. Um, mm-hmm. Overall, I think this movie's really good in parts. And then, like, like, it's really good until, I'd say, the last 15, 20 minutes. And then I'm like, eh. I agree. But like yeah, that's when it went from a four and a half to a four for me. That's when it went from a four to a three and a half. But there still are good movie. moments. There are moments in that last scene where I just absolutely love. Um, when, I do love the the TV reflection. That's a really good part. Well, M Night Shyamalan is like famous for his reflections and stuff, of course. Yeah. But um, yeah. When uh, when Morgan's like dying or whatever, and then and the, I think Chris talked about this in his video, but like you like hear his voice, but it doesn't pant him automatically. It goes to like each family member and their reactions. Yes. And it finally yeah. Gets yeah. Him. Yes, oh. that's good. Good shit. Yeah. So touching. Yeah. Wow. Well, overall, that was like a good conversation. Yes. That. Overall, thank you yeah. for bringing that movie up. Uh, yeah, I would. Watch it. I don't think I ever would have watched this movie if not honestly. Oh, good. I'm glad you guys did. I feel Which... like there there are some you know problems with it. It's, yeah. it's, there's plot holes and stuff, but I think overall, like overall, it's just, a good just one. The, yeah. Just the way it's presented, the directing, I think, is really well, mm-hmm. and I think you can learn a lot from it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. By it, the way, the script and really good script too. I gotta say. Yeah. There were some moments that were bad, but across the board really competent script honestly Agreed, yeah yeah i think it's an interesting story it is yeah it's definitely a very much real take of how both the this and nope i will agree are such great takes on how different types of people would 
uh, like interpret and react to aliens, aliens. and that kind of yeah. stuff. And I, I love watching people one, react to different stuff, and it's such a cool. Hold thing. on one second. One category mm-hmm. accepts it automatically and wants to film it, while the other category denies it and like won't even want to get yeah. by it and everything. And that's pretty much the, like signs and no. Yeah. yeah, I just love seeing different takes on different types of people in America. It's awesome. Uh, by the way, with all of our audience, if you ever want to watch any of our movies, we're not exactly sure where to stream them or whatever, but if you ever get a hand, if you ever have a hand on any of these movies, if they're ever on any streaming services, we'd love to hear your conversations in the comments. Yes. Oh yeah. Tweet it at us. We, we will, we have we a Twitter will account. respond. We have a Twitter, uh, if you type that, hype the, yeah. the Twitter, I think it's right? just at hyperfix nation. Um, but yeah, it'll, it, we'll have it. You can tweet at us. Sure. We can have, we'll have conversations in the yeah. comments if you want. Cause we're, we're yes. pretty vocal, honestly. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And but yeah, talking we just about love, movies is one of my favorite things to do. We'd love <laughs> to hear any of y'all's thoughts on the weekly movies on whatever movies we've yes. watched recently. When you anything. watch it, tweet it at us. Like I'd love to hear. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Speaking of weekly movies, Bailey, it is your Bailey. turn. It's my turn. Tell us what I have to watch uh, I, the night before our next recording. I yep. already... <laughs> I already know, thankfully, just because it's not in my favorites. I don't know why it's not in my favorites, but it's one of my favorite films of all time. Mm-hmm. It's Prisoners. Okay. Prisoners. I think it's, I think it's, is it a 20, is it was a 2014 is when it was released. It's on Hulu. It's directed oh, by, nice, it's directed by Denny Villeneuve. Uh, great <laughs> movie. <laughs> Starring Hugh Jackman. I, I know that's gonna. <laughs> Too bad, Caden. I picked he makes, it. He makes slow, boring movies that I never watch. You like this one, I think. So Maybe yeah, that's that's Doesn't the this one weekly. Have Paul Dano in it. It does. He's my <laughs> my other boy, my other boy. Yeah. Anyways, that's the weekly movie of this week. Okay, right. Prisoners, you said? Prisoners, prisoners. on right. Hulu hmm, for free. Never seen it, never yes. seen it. I'm excited. Yes, well, I will, I'm excited because I, I know very little about this movie. Yes, go, so I'm, I'm, I will say this if any of our audience watches it. Same with Nope. Go in with knowing as little as possible. Yes, there's a reason we dictated spoilers for Nope, by the way. Because I don't want anyone to have any amount of spoilers. The only thing I tell people is that there's aliens in it and there's a silly little chimpanzee in it. And that's exactly. all I tell people. Yeah. But, um, all um, right. No prisoners spoilers, next week. anything. Yep. Well, we'll um, talk about it. Thank you again to everyone that's been listening. Yeah, uh, thank Bailey, you. Bailey, McKenna, do you have anything you guys want to plug? Let's see. I have I have two different things to plug. I have my Twitter, which is at MMRebels08. And then I also have my Letterboxd, if any of you have Letterboxd. Ooh, it's a, by the way... Yeah. Anyone who listens to our podcast and really likes talking about films, get this app. It's called Letterboxd. It's basically yeah. just a film reviewing site. It's awesome. Yeah. My. But if you're listening to this, you probably already know about it and have probably. one. But my yeah. my account that I want to plug on that is Cole B O eight. That's it. Mine is uh, mine is just Caden does things. Uh, yeah. No spaces. Just Caden does things. My picture is Heimlich from Bugs Life. Uh, they don't make you guys watch Prince. mine i think is rafe ken it has a picture of um, toby mcguire so thank you guys for listening uh watch prisoners before uh next tuesday yeah and we'll see, see you around later. and also see i want a podcast catchphrase you guys agree okay yeah need a, sure need a catchphrase so i don't have any ideas let's see if anyone else <laughs>
if anyone out there has a good podcast catchphrase that they want to let us have and uh, you will tell us no compensation, uh, please let us know. Uh, you'll get a shout out. You'll get a shout out. We'll shout you out. There you go. All right. And see yeah. you. All right. Well, see you guys around. Toodaloo. Or whatever. Toodaloo.